Okay, here we go. Second Halix, seventh Perik. We're going to be talking about the Mazalos and the Kochavim. Mm-hmm. You said that Jewish people are still um, dictated by Mazal. Wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait, what are you. Uh, I'm just trying to summarize what, what you, you said what, previously. What do you mean? We didn't do this yet. You said, I don't know, maybe you said this in the Oh, right? okay, so let, now we're going to learn it inside. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're on the right track, but let's just we'll, we'll give him a chance to teach us this. Okay. So first of all, just to understand the role of the stars, uh, the stars, the, obviously the mozolus is the constellations, which is entire you know systems of stars all coming to work together. So even though each star has its own unique place and size and type and all that type of stuff, right? But uh, then they all come together to make 12 uh, systems. What does that mean? 12 systems? The constellations. The 12 uh, zodiac signs. Uh, Oh, that's a thing? That's That's a Jewish thing? Of course. What you don't read the, the the zodiac every morning in the newspaper? <laughs> the horoscope. Um, okay, so so what is the role of the stars? What, what do we need them for at all? Right, but there is legitimacy to it to a certain extent. We're about to talk okay. about it right now. I'm just saying, it's like not like super uber crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole that realm. Yeah, okay. Y- Yosef frees the horoscope every morning. So that's why he's... Nostradamus, I think. Yeah. It's a go-to source. Okay. So, we have all the way up there, we have the Kogos on the We have spiritual powers, disembodied um, powers, things that are transcendent. Yeah. We have down here a physical reality. And that goes for both the existence of the physical bodies themselves, physical entities, the the actual uh, plant, the actual animal, the actual... Even the domain, even the inanimate objects, right? That's the the existence itself. And then there is Mikrehim, what happens to them. We spoke before... In Hashgacha, right, that Hashem puts all the different animals and the different plants into the necessary environment, situation, whatever they need in order to be able to continue fulfilling their purpose here, right? So that, um, so that those are the two. Giving them the ability to exist at all. That's one type of a hashpa that's coming down to them. Another one is the mikrehem, the things that are going to happen to them. Um, right, things, that, things that guide the developments of uh, uh, of what's happening with them. So the individual hashpa based on certain situations? Or so whether it be individual or not, it depends on if you're talking about um, plant animal or human. Remember we spoke about this concept that the individual aspect has to do specifically with the Koach HaBechira. Right. And then the things that are going to happen anyway. So um, so the question is, so we got these two types of Ashpah, 
two types of divine, in, you know, not divine, they just call it spiritual influence. It's all coming from Hashem, of course, but here the point is, is going from an abstract, disembodied um, spiritual reality and then um, dictating the existence as it happens down here, um, which is uh, twofold. Number one, the maintenance of our existence at all, the fact that the thing exists. And number two, the guidance, right? The navigation system of where it goes, what happens with it, and the various developments in its existence. Okay? Um, So the question is, how do those spiritual roots manifest themselves down here in these two ways of giving existence to the various items and hanhaga, right, uh, guidance, uh, the, the, determining the things that happen to them. And the answer is the intermediary between those two, between the spiritual realm and the physical realms, is the kohavim and the mazals, the stars and the constellations. So could we, like, I don't know, like measure that? Like if a star were to, like, explode or implode or something, would that have, like... I guess it would have like consequences here, but that happens all the time, right? I mean, like stars, you know, exploding, right? On the hot minutes, but happens. it happens, right? So could that be like, you know, like traced? I guess like if, you see, if, if like we know that that happens. Yeah. Huh? The question is, you know, uh, I'm assuming if the North Star all of a sudden blew up, that would probably cause some significant things. It seems like a pretty important star, you know that. Very important part of the uh, of the constellations, um, you know. If some star that you can't even see with your naked eye, um, you know, it takes the Hubble telescope to be able to see it, um, you know, blows up. It's probably not a major player, right? They, they, again, the constellations, you know, imagine, right? So you, the constellation acts as a kind of a team, right? So if like the Guy on the what's the term in sports like the the guy on the bench like you know like, like you have a, you have not the starters but the but the bench but like the third row of be- of the bench you know like the guy who he's like practicing to one day become the bench warmer okay. yeah so if he <laughs> if he retires it probably doesn't like fundamentally alter okay. you know the uh, the game, right? So, but 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 there's uh, yeah, so there's a beautiful Gemara, Gemara Brachas, that says um, the Klaus will say to Hashem, Hashem, I'm afraid you've forgotten about me. So, it's all darshan that of Arabsukim. So Hashem says, How could I forget about you? Yeah, it's, uh, can can uh, you know, does a mother forget her uh, her child? So Klaus will say back, you know, okay, so then, you know, maybe, maybe she could. So Hashem says, um, look, look at the stars that I made for you, right? That there is, that there is, you know, the 12 constellations and each constellation has in it, you know, 300 um, clusters and and every, it talks about more in army terms, you know. And armies and legions and battalions, and each one has, three, you know, four hundred um, platoons, and and, 
and it just keeps going and going and going, you do the math, it becomes this literally astronomical number, like out of, you know, like, you know, tw- like 20 zeros or something like this um, of stars, right? That I created, like, and all of this I created for you. So how could I ever forget you? How could I ever forget you? Right? Which, by the way, I, um, I don't think I did the math, but there are people out there that say that if you do the math, it comes pretty darn close to the number that they're currently estimating to be um, in the noble universe. But uh, we'll let Jeff do the math and he'll get back to us. Um, but uh, either way, so, so that, uh, you know, that ex- mind-boggling, you, your mind can't possibly grasp such numbers, right? Hashem created so many stars, right? It's beyond any uh, thing that we can imagine, right? And it's all for little tiny planet Earth, all for ju- just for us, right? Um, that helps one to understand that we are the central focus of the entire existence, right? So anyway, so so what do the stars do? So the stars are the mechanism, right, a very large cog system, right, to translate spiritual influence from up high to the concrete results down here, concrete um, things here, Um, which is obviously why the Jewish calendar moves uh, uh, according to oh one second I have a I have a message from an anonymous person who wrote that the universe contains at least 70 septillion stars <laughs> okay yeah at least 70 reptiles <laughs> stars. Um, so apparently a septillion is 22 zeros. So 70 septillions is 7 with 23 zeros behind it. So now um, whoever wrote that message is obligated to go find the Gemara and Brochus and take out a calculator, type in all those, multiply all those numbers and let us know um, you know, where that falls. Thank you. Uh, anonymous. You said 20, right? What? You said I, 20, or was that like a... That was just, that was yeah. just me throwing something off the top of my head. So I was pretty close. <laughs> o- only off by like, uh, by like a thousand fold. Not a, not a thousand stars, a thousand fold. Right. <laughs> yeah, that bad. Okay, so, um, so that is, um, that's the job of the stars. And like we said, that they are in charge of these two things, Koach Hakim and, and Mikrehim. The thing that keeps things existing and the thing that controls what happens to everything. Okay? Um, means to say wealth, um, health, wisdom, offspring, and the like. Um, 
Now, for every person, it's going to be a bit different because depending on uh, during which time of year you were born, right? It's a real thing. Like, I'm blown away right now. It's a very real thing. Wow. Uh, depending on which time of the year you were born. So, like we just said, the different constellations, right? Send down the... They're the transmi- tra- transmitters, right, of the spiritual powers uh, up above um, that maintain the existence of everything. So, if a person, you know, whenever a person is born, then that obviously indicates where that life force came down, through which channels it came down, right? And therefore, he maintains a strong affinity to those channels. So that means during that month, like if you're born in January, again, it's a much more complex. It's, it's a complicated system. Right. It's, it's uh, you know, it depends on manufacturers, right? But if you want to really oversimplify it, right? So um, you know, the the planets, the, the other planets, all right now, the, because they're so close to us, they are really big players in the entire. They're also considered stars, but they're the big, but they're big stars that are nearby. Right, they're the, they're again the closer it is to us, the more direct impact it has. The farther away, little you know dust, far far away is a very marginal, right? So these big players, so a person is born under, you know, depending which um, which um, star is ruling the sky at the time that a person is born, that'll depend, that'll determine a a lot of his personality and and, and those types of things. And B, obviously, what his, what his, um, you know, the, the when that comes up again, then it's going to be, uh, generally speaking, a time that he's going to be getting more hushball, more more uh, direct influence. You know, that, that, so to speak, his zodiac or his or his star is more in charge of of uh, powering our world. The sun is a star, right? What? The sun is a star. Um, yeah. So, that, that obviously a person not born under the sun. So, like, how does how does that fit into this equation? Well, you're saying it's a star as far as scientifically speaking. I mean, it, it's a star in the sense of uh, because it's like the, the, the other stars are also you know, very similar to the sun, but the you know obviously the sun will have a much more the sun is called the melech of this world right the sun is in charge of um, maintaining the order of the entire world that we live in, in our world he, he's the melech in this world on a physical sense in a, in a spiritual sense he's he he's he's the shamish he's our servant the sun but do these stars have like, like I don't want to say cognition, but like, are they able to? This is a good like, question. That's a very good question. So the Rambam seems to say same. yes. The Rambam does seem to say yes. Um, I understand from the Ramchal not like that, but so there's a malach over them, like you know, like there's a malach over like every blade of grass, right? So it's sort of like a malach of sun, sure. a malach of the. Okay. So they're not like their own. I mean, I can never They're all. They also are their own entity, but there's also, yeah, but there's also a malach associated with them. Okay, so um, 
there's no module associated with the sun, even though it's the biggest one. It just kind of keeps things in order. Right. It's the kind of the anchor of stability. Okay. Okay. Fine. So that was Aleph and base. In Perak Zion, that was Aleph and base. Now moving over into Gimel. Um, uh, and this is what, where Yosef wanted to, to, to take this conversation to right away, is the fact that Ein Mazal Yisrael. Right? So what does it mean, Ein Mazal Yisrael? Having explained what we just explained. So how can Yisrael not have a Mazal? Everything has to have Mazal. Everything has to be receiving influence through the stars. Oh, very good. So, okay, so, so yeah, so well, maybe we can overcome it. So how, do, so how does one overcome it? So, um, says the, says the Ramchal, Efshel, Efshel, it is possible that the results of the stars, the, what they're gonna, what they're playing and doing, what, you know, so to speak, what they're sending down here, is going to be negated. from a more powerful power up above them. Right. So there's a there's there's a bigger, higher um, power that's sent that can make them send the influence in the way that is different from the way that it would have naturally gone. This is what we uh, were just speaking about last week in uh, in the Nesiva Bitochon, right? The concept that even if a person has a has a bad mazel, right? But he can reach up above his mazel and connect to a to the creator of the world, to the one who is all merciful and kind, right? And wants to do good to us and facilitate the bracha to come down and um, get that positive result even if the mazel was for a negative result, right? We've also discussed this uh, before um, by relating to Rosh Hashanah that even though in Rosh Hashanah the Shlosha Svarim are Neftachim and Tzadikim are Miyad Nechtavim Lechaim, right? Tzadikim are written for life. But then what happens? You know, I mean, uh, every year there's, there's some very big Tzadikim that pass away. What happened? Right? The, that year they were judged to be Rishoyim, Chasashalom, right? And I'm going to assume that. That would mean that every Tzadik, uh, with the exception of Eliyahu Novi, uh, right, has, has since, since become a Russia towards the end of his life. Right? So rather what? Rather it means that some of the lower down systems begin to break so badly that no matter how much hashpo, right? So it's always a, uh, you know, there's a dynamic, right? There's a hashpo, higher hashpo coming down. Then that interacts with the, the person's muzzle. And then that interacts ultimately with the person's body, their physical body, right? So if a person has a broken body, the thing is, you know, I don't know, physically just very damaged, right? So, you know, even uh, 
even if they're getting really good hashpah from upstairs, right? But it's, 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 if you're pouring down tons of delicious wine, but the vessel that you have is punctured with holes all over, right? So if it's pouring out faster than it can be poured in, then you can't can't hold on to it, right? Not gonna have not gonna have that content. If a person has a fundamentally a healthy body, but terrible mazel, a really bad mazel. So even if there's a really good hashpah coming from upstairs, right? But the model is so bad that it can, depending, you know, depending, uh, um, it could, or you, know, you could overcome with with a good hashpah. You could overcome it once, twice, three times. But if the model is really raw, eventually it's gonna, it's gonna catch up to a person, right? Um, you know, many very big tzaddikim passed away at a young age. So how does that relate to what? You said earlier with like, the reasons why things happen to people, right? Like the Ramchal listed like tons, you know, like reasons. So, so does that? So, so Hashem in those instances like overrides. Sorry, w- w- in which cases? So, uh, earlier, I forgot what parakel was. We were talking about like mm-hmm. why things happen to people. Like, could yeah, be, like a kapara for the nation or you know whatever. So right. That's so Hashem is like overriding. That's the, that's the, coming the from higher the mazel. Exactly. Yeah. That's coming from higher the mazel. And kind of uh, forcing the, you know, the system into this way or to that way. Exactly. Very good. Um, we have a question over here. Why was Mazel created to begin with? Does it have intrinsic value as well? Um, yeah, for sure it does. It creates it creates the variety. It is the reason. Again, the Mazalos are really just a, a, a conduit of all the various spiritual powers up there, right? It's, it's a machinery, right? And that's what creates the tremendous diversity that we have down here. That's why you have one guy with um, blue eyes and light hair, and another guy with you know brown eyes and, and uh, dark brown hair, right? It's, and all the other variety that exists down here. Um, and the sure uh, uh, you can overcome it um, but also it helps to shape our each one of our lives in a certain unique way right depending on where it carries us where it takes us you know, different doors that are open and different doors that are closed to us right and all the interesting things that come along with that that's all coming from this as well. The, the mazel is different than a person's kokos and nefesh? Um, it is related to. It is related to. It is different, but related to. Hmm. And th- that would also affect how a, a person's schar in terms of what they merit because they have, they're created like to have a, I don't know, if they, if their mazel is that they learn well and under, understand things well. If they are a good learner, then that's they're not going to get as much scar for somebody that's not under a different under under a mazel where they don't learn well. Remember, Hashem knows how to calculate everything. You talk about scar no Yeah, scar no is 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 calculated with the magic formula that we are not privy to. Um, mitzvahs are definitely we do know that they that they are 
handicapped for, you know, that there is also a Lufum Tzara Agra multiplier, right? That the more difficult the missile was for you, the more the missiles are multiplied, but, you know, the, the value is increased. Mm-hmm. That we do definitely do know. How much, like the Mishnah in Perkeava says, right, Darshi in the Pasuk, or Chaim Pentefales, it is the way of life, lest you try to weigh it out, you know, weigh up the different options, right? Have you Zahir, says the Mishnah, we don't know the reward of all the different missiles. We don't know how to calculate. We don't know the magic formula. Trying to see how, how a quote-unquote bad mazel can benefit somebody. I, I mean, they could make it, make it, give, give the person certain challenges, maybe, that... Because um, objectively, it's everything... Because it's still from Hashem, in a way, even though it's a mazel. Like, uh, so well, this is from the much lower level. This is the much lower... Yeah, but this is, like, from the level of where... There's also. This is not from the what we were talking about in Bitachon, where so you're connecting to the country. Bitachon overcomes this, right? This would be more in the realm of Amun. Listen, Hashem built it all. Right, Ultimately, right, right, one way or another, it's all gonna somehow work out. Uh, okay. So, Jeff, you want to say something? No. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I did have a question, which I, which I, mistakenly uh, um, just sent to Red Baruch instead of sending it to the group chat. Um, but, which was, the, does the variation in people's muzzle really think that everybody's got a different type of purpose? Sorry, sorry, it cut out there towards the end. Does people's muzzle what? Does the variation in people's muzzle, everybody's got a a hundred percent. That's what we spoke about before, right? Why? Why would Hashem have a pre-programmed that a particular person should be rich, another person should be poor, right? That's because this is going to have to do one, one way or another with different challenges that he's going to be presented with and different opportunities that he's going to have, and uh, and this is going to be a part of the. Uh, a Vodas Hashem that he's going to have in life. 100%. Okay. We won't overcome it. Hmm? We won't overcome it. That's the bottom line. Again, remember, this is, this is we're going back to Bitochon, right? So in Bitochon, we were learning about the fact that being that Hashem is not limited to doing things in only a particular way, Right, yeah. person is born so, with good, with good yeah. mazel, then they want to let it ride, and if they are born with bad mazel, then they just they, they that, want to then through it. your mitzvahs, right? Then through your mitzvahs, through your avodas Hashem, um, you 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 can and should be trying to overcome it. So, yeah. but that doesn't now. Does, like, okay, each person has a person like, personal life mission. So, the, the bad mazel is a test from Hashem to be able to grow, and that's what they're supposed to use as to as a way. Right. To, okay. And if they have yeah. good mazel, that still can be a test. In terms test of, of uh, right. what are you going to okay. do with that? Right. Okay. What are you going to do with that? So, if you're if you're a Gilgal and you come back, is whatever. So Hashem will put you, will make you be born under a certain like. You know, why, why why are we talking about Gilgulim? No, I'm saying like like. If the whole point of Mazel is to, you know, if it's a challenge one way or the other, and Hashem knows what you have to do down here, right? It would, it would make sense for Him to put you under whatever, like, star it is that you need to, you know, improve on or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. So, so is that, could that be, like, 
But it's not Google. Just the first time around, Hashem yeah, also knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you have to can come on to Google for that. Um, uh, yeah, hundred percent. And then Roboruch asked just now, was it Hashgacha and Mazel? So we spoke about Hashgacha is more um, dependent on what you have done to change things, and now per your per your you know new position, new situation. What do you? How do you need to be positioned? In order to do your avodas Hashem, mazel is just is set, right? So hashgacha is going to potentially come in and override the mazel. Mazel does not change person or person's actions. Nope, absolutely not. we just said that a person can change their mazel. You can overcome it. Ein Mazel Yisrael means that through your schus, you can you can get a different result than the Mazel would have said. But the Mazel is not, not, not saying anything different. No, but when you move, don't they say if, like, you, if you change the If you change, okay, so good. So Josh is asking what you mean. But uh, uh, if you change certain things, you, you can change your Mazel. Good. Because again, like we said, what's Mazel? Mazel is the interaction between, you know, I'm trying to imagine like a big, cog work, lots of different wheels turning and turning other things and putting things out and output. Right? So, you know, if there's a particular spot that keeps shooting the blue laser and you're very sensitive to the blue laser, you get burned by it, nobody else, and the spot that's the favorite spot of the blue laser is over here in this city, right? So, you move, point is that you are a dynamic of the mokum where you live. That's actually one of the definitions of the person. In a star, right, you write the mokum, right, you write the place where the person resides. Um, and that's because it's a part of the definition of the person himself. Like the Gemara says that when a person is born, they announce what, you know, who his soulmate is going to be. Right, they announce what his paradox is going to be, and they announce which house he's going to live in. Okay. Yeah, you're like, what? Come on, what, who cares about a house? You're like, what? It's, it's not so important, right? The answer is no, no, no. Location, where you live, the city that you live in, or even maybe the neighborhood that you live in, is very defining to who you are. You're not living, like, over here in the, you know, Tui area, if you're like over there by Devan, you're like, ow. Is that only based on the people that live there? It's not based on the location itself, it's based on the people. In the, you know. Sure, it's based on lots of different things. Life is complicated. But the, but the Makam itself? Makam itself, Ares of Israel is a good example, right? The Harabais is a good example. Uh, every land has its own unique avira, its own atmosphere, its own environment. When we come here, do we have a choice of where we're going before we come to this world? When we're born, do we get... As far as where you go to live? Yeah, like, do we have choices? Like, to the extent that you have a choice, you know, who you marry, I guess, and what pronouncer you, 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 you take on. Where uh, on the summer comes down. Oh, does he get to choose? Yeah, do we choose, like, who we're going to be, who we're going to be with? Kind of um, not that I'm aware, not that I've heard of. I'm not, 
uh, I, uh, I I can't know what what I don't know. I mean, if there's something out there that I don't know, then it could be. But I, I have not heard about that about the choosing. Um, okay, so um, and then for the for the last os over here in the in the in this chapter, os four. Um, finally, stargazers, right? So, we'll, horoscopes, right? Um, Josh's favorite stuff, right? So, um, there is something to it, clearly, right? Um, Paro's stargazers told him that there would be a Jewish born, Jewish boy born who would you know, dethrone him eventually, right? They even told him which day he'd be born on. Um, Asia's Potiphar by knew through the stars that through her and Yosef is going to come two tribes of the Jewish people. Um, so clearly there is a chokhmah to it. And that is because Again, it is coming through the stars. The stars are visible. They are already beginning to interact with the physical world, but there's also still the part of them that's interacting with the spiritual world that's not visible. So part of the system is already visible to us. Part of the system is still not fully visible to us. And that's why stargazing is you know, an art and not a science. Um which is probably why nowadays most people have no idea what they're talking about, right? Um, but there is an art to it. And also why, um, although they can get a lot of things right, a lot, a lot of things right, um, but they're always missing some information because of the hidden variables that they're not seeing. Are you saying nowadays? Nowadays they can't do this. Right? Nowadays it's I, don't, I don't know. I haven't che- tested all the stargazers nowadays. Um, I, I cannot say one way or another. But even if they got the best stargazers out there currently, they are still, by definition, going to be lacking some information. And since they're going to be lacking some information, so it's always going to be a little bit off. Okay? Not straightforward about What? It's not straightforward about Well, well, you have to be careful with the term of Odozara. Of Odozara is worshiping a spiritual power. Right, but I feel like that's stargazing. There's no worship that's happening. Okay. It's gathering information. Now it could, but there's uh, there's other problems with it. But it's not it's not idol worship. The 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 the, the post success don't go after stargazing don't don't go after signs and, and symbols community uh, should be wholesome with Hashem just so even go with Hashem. gathering there probably a oh, so the, there's a Gemara that says the Shmuel did uh, notice some things he said, yeah he wasn't really looking to see he just saw he noticed he wasn't out uh, see or he wasn't taking it so seriously maybe he wasn't gonna you know decide what he's gonna do based on it um, it's a, it's a 
Um, but that's what the Pasek says. We get back to the fact that although they do see, but it's not a whole picture. They don't have the entire thing. So the Pasek in Yeshaya, where Hashem was telling us, basically, why don't you go ask your different sources that you've been worshipping and, and, and seeking information from, etc. And um, may I share, and from that which they, um, and from what will happen to you. you know, and the stars, from what will happen to you. So it's a strange for, formulation. May I share, from that will happen to you. So, it says, so you see that the stars, because only show you from what will happen to you, but not all that will happen to you means they don't have the whole picture. They only have a, a partial picture. And um, uh, like I said, the verse then, you know, by, uh, in, in the Chumash that we are warned not to go after uh, signs and constellations. And rather, a person should be tuned to you in Hashem Lokechem. We should be simple with Hashem, just... And that's what the Gemara in Mazel Yisrael is coming to show that with your schusim you can overcome these things. So it's not really a point to uh, invest too much into it because anyway, if you just invest that same energy into doing Torah and mitzvahs, you can you can overcome it and, you, you, and, and have everything turn out well. Okay, um, that gets us to chapter 8, um, I think I, I was hoping we'd get some way into it, but uh, there's only a couple minutes left, I don't think it's, I don't think it's worth starting the next chapter, so Hashem will begin next week, it's the last parak in the, in the Chaluk, so about the... After that is going to be Haley Gimbal. Okay. Everyone should have a wonderful week.